What do you get when you take a psychologist slash psychic, a radio personality, and an improv comedian? You get three crazy wahines talking whatevers. Ever Beach back then <laughs> was like two lanes, no houses, nothing. It's the Creates Happiness Podcast with Nadine, MJ, and Marnie. Yeah, yeah there was crazy. no Ever by Gentry back no, then. There wasn't. <laughs> yes. Ever has blossomed like acne on a teenager. It, it is oh my massive. God, the Creates Happiness Podcast. Available now wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Thank you for joining us. You're listening to Create Happiness Podcast with Nadine, MJ, and Marnie. If you have any questions or show topics, hit us up at createshappinesspodcast at gmail.com. That's createshappiness with a Y podcast at gmail.com. I'd rather I eat a regular Whopper. Yeah, exactly. for real, right? You want to so go good. big, you go big, I'll go home, yo. Yeah. But yeah. that Beyond Burger at Beyond Cafe, I was like, this is very tasty. And microbiologist was telling me that the plant that they use, is called like hemo something, which is blood, like hemoglobin or whatever. And yeah. he was saying, that's why you get that meat taste because that plant has like the that's cells so of crazy. blood. That's why I say, oh, it tastes wow. like blood. So Wow, uh, wow, wow. I didn't know is that. Is it a carnivore plant? Like the Venus <laughs> fly <laughs> trap? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I want to eat that because I'm beating <laughs> dead flies. all right welcome and good morning everyone this is another fantastic magnificent manifold see what i did there show today with comedian james mane there there's the pun there's the pun i see him i see him Thank you. This is Creates Happiness. I'm Marnie. We have MJ and Nadine and our special, special guest, James Mane, comedian and extraordinaire, local must-see comedian James Mane. Let's give it up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Hello, Um, James. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, sir. And we're so happy to have you join us today because we're going to be talking about you, my friend, and your magical uh, career in comedy. It's just, I remember you from doing open stand-up at Laugh Track Theater and you, yes. were, the bu- you were the tall bus driver with the white shirt <laughs> and you would come in and you would do your sets and you would kill and there are veteran stand-ups that are like, where did he come from and why did you invite him? Wait, wait, so I said, <laughs> you like, like legit like bus, bus driver? driver? I was for about 17 years. Shut up! Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. What was your route? <laughs> Usually in, in town. <laughs> Usually number one. Usually number, number one. one. Oh, I know that one. <laughs> Kalihi to Kalihi to Kamuki or Hawaii Kai. Hawaii Kai. Yeah, yeah. I know that one. <laughs> yeah. So you had like the the spectrum. You had like you're in Kalihi. It's all yep. blue collar. Yeah. They don't they don't complain. They just want to get in as long as there's room. Mm-hmm. And that's my my dad. He was a, a bus driver for a long time. Then he became a supervisor. Um. So his thing was like, oh, I love picking up Filipino people, because. Yeah. And you know, racial. I know we live in different times. This Whatever. is back in the eighties, nineties. Local kind talk. Yeah, um, exactly. So he was like, because they don't complain. They just want to just give me room in the bus. I'll get yeah. in there, yeah. and then I'll go where I need to go. But then when you go further east, <laughs> our area, Marnie. <laughs> We, we have the one seat from. rule. We have yeah. the one seat rule. It's like, I'm sorry, that's for the Gucci. So <laughs> this seat is taken. This Gucci seat on the bus. Taken. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then, of it's course, they're looking at their watch, like, um, you're two minutes late. And it's like, oh, wow. Lord have mercy. And that's, <laughs> so, that's when you guys do that that break right by Hoikai Baptist Church. And it just pisses <laughs> off because you're like, now I got to go to the restroom. Sorry, yes. guys. Hope you're going to be <laughs> you're going to be later. Uh, all for that comment, madam. No, yeah, I so, remember those. Are you a lot of drivers. There was Karen's before we knew about Karen's then? Karen's oh, yes. originated in Hawaii Kai, are you saying? <laughs> yes, they were called Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of a lot, a lot of drivers, they were afraid of, of using the bathroom because people on the bus were either judging or like, yeah. hurry up, you know. Are you serious? That's ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. It was oh, real. Oh, my God. I remember that. They used to and, moko moko like, when you guys were in the bathroom. You're going to make I, me late. I will say that it was a lot more difficult for women. For women. Um, oh. 7-Eleven lets you use their, use their bathrooms. So we can, if we stop in front of a 7-Eleven, you know, we got a uniform, they see the bus, they'll let us use it. Um, Aww. there's routes where there is no, there's no real bathrooms, yeah, uh, like great. at the end of the line for, for us, like up, um, in Nuwanu, all the way up near the poly, oh. the number four, you oh. know, there's no bathrooms. Nothing. So, so women wow. would be like, oh, that's why we carry our bags because we have our paper in there. Oh. Or, you know, for guys, you know, we just standing. Yeah. And, yeah. Because yeah. when you got to go, you got to go. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So oh. for the women, we always felt bad. Bus behind your unions. Seat. Where are your unions? <laughs> Good well, the, Lord. The neighborhoods they, they don't want like any porta potties. Don't they have those like porta things for the girls where you know like you can just put it down there and be yeah. real quick? <laughs> that's a new thing though. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. not that was created, I think, a couple years ago. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it looks yeah, like yeah. a it's like a funnel. A funnel. Yeah, right? yeah, like a funnel. <laughs> With a special cup. Uh <laughs> you should just put a curtain, you know, like or your lava lava or something. You just put it up and then you close it and you take up West yeah, whatever. A, a lot of us male bus drivers will either have, you know, a one liter bottle or a cup. Yeah. yeah and yeah, when yeah. the bus is empty, yeah, we'll go well, in the yeah. in the back door, you know, the, the stairs. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Because it's blocked, right? Yeah. Except yeah. for the window in front of the stairs. Yeah. But just turn around. Yeah. But yeah, nobody, they, nobody can see. Yeah. So sometimes I've like, like, oh no, the cup's filling up. The cup's filling up. It's like, oh no. <laughs> okay, wait. So how did you go from bus driver like right into the comedy shows? Like, how yeah. did you get it? So it actually started with uh, MySpace. So I'm dating myself here. Oh, uh, nice. so like those mini blogs. Yeah. And I I got into a show called Criminal Minds, which is uh, about behavior analysis unit uh, in the FBI and. I started writing about, um, again, no racial, oh. uh, the types of people that catch the bus. So if I pull over and I see, I say in Chinatown and I pick up Chinese people, I can expect that the man will walk on first, the uh, the wife, woman behind him will be carrying all the, the like bag of rice or all the groceries and what? he'll just walk in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Filipino older men will have a rubber band around their wallet. Uh, <laughs> So when they, it takes a while for them to undo it to show yeah. you their bus pass. Teenagers, a lot of people think they're the worst. I had no problems with teenagers. A lot of people say because I was huge. I'm oh. six seven. Oh, uh, six seven. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, and at the time, I was what, 350. I'm like 450 hey. now. But 
um, a large person. Yeah. So the teenagers actually didn't really give me any problems, but they're just loud. And I always say, like, we're not in the library. Yeah. They're loud. They're loud. As long as they're not cursing at cursing yeah. or, or or talking bad to someone else. Yeah. You know, they just got out of school. They yeah. got all that energy. Just mm-hmm. right? never giving them any, any crap. Problem. A lot of yeah, yeah a lot of yeah. bus drivers will, will yell at them. Like, if you leave them alone, they won't bother you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you gotta that's... tune them out. It's it's yeah. a hard thing to do when there's like 70 of them and you gotta yeah. tune out 70. So yeah. they get a little <laughs> But if you got the tatas and all that in the in the bus too, they give that old man stare, and you kind of feel guilty for being so loud. <laughs> yeah. <And> just a roha, <laughs> and you're like, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like so sorry, didn't mean to do that. Yeah. And then you well, go right back at it. I yeah. know exactly. <laughs> but the ones I had the most problem with they were are the older um, women. Caucasian. Uh, the Caucasian. Anywhere. Yeah, the Anywhere. Local, yeah. whatever. Well, usually it's Caucasian, but it's because they're not afraid of me. And, you know, they're not intimidated. <laughs> they're like, they know their rights. So they actually will, will bitch at me. And I'm like, wow, why are you so angry? You know, like, like, why don't you go all the way to Poa Valley? And I was like, oh, I, um, this is a, a, an extra bus that they bring out for the school kids. Yeah. It takes them to Alamoana so they can transfer to where, yeah, so to wherever they want to go. So That's I only do half a route. She says, oh, I know. It's because you're late and you don't know how to drive. I'm like, <gasps> oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. You're like, really? Oh. Sis, I have a route. You know what I'm saying? Right. And if you and- wanted me to go late to Paul, get your own car. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go call your grandson. Tell him to come pick your ass up. Right. Uh, but the, there was a, the worst was this old Japanese lady local lady there's an older man who sits in the front all the time and, and talks to all the drivers so mm-hmm. we're talking and you know how's your day how's it going you know small talk and she was sitting behind me i didn't know what she looked like because she's behind me i couldn't see her in my mirror or anything she goes just shut up and drive the bus <gasps> she's like you shut your mouth stop talking to him he has to drive the bus i was like what? oh my god <laughs> Because I so cannot I, do both, you know, I cannot. Yeah, I called the, I called for supervisor. Like, oh, this lady's yelling at me. You know, I don't feel safe. So I know all the key words. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't feel safe operating the bus while she's on the bus. And I feel like she's harassing me. <gasps> so they sent the supervisor. And I turn around and look. The lady was probably like 90 pounds. <laughs> and like four Four or five or so, four or six, oh, like really The was harassing you. Yes. And she was like really like maybe 90 years old. And then Aww. I know. And then the supervisor came in. So he go, Oh, come, tell me come out. And he's like, So what? Um is it that lady? <laughs> you should have just stood up like, and like towered over her and say, What? <laughs> you know, like I felt so bad. Like, oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> there, but, there is no crying on the bus. Yes, <laughs> there is no crying on the bus. It's, it's a commitment, right? You just go in it. It's like you go yell at me. I don't care, you know what you are. You yelled at me. I'm gonna call my supervisor. You're gonna get kicked out. You're gonna do the walk of shame to get <laughs> off the bus. It's and my you, feelings. Hopefully, you hurt my, 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 my feelings is the worst thing you could hurt, lady. Yes. And you've hurt them. <laughs> All exactly. of them, and then so the, the 
the the all that four six right four yeah. six and uh, eighty pounds. <laughs> she hits low, and it hurts when you hit low. So. Exactly, exactly. But she, the supervisor goes, "Oh, I'll just go take her home. Then you can just continue." I was like, "Yeah, oh okay, cool. I, I I feel safe now." Like, <laughs> so she knows the system now. Now she'll be doing yeah, it every oh, day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody she gets on, she's like, shut up. Now call yeah. supervisor. <laughs> Where's your supervisor? Yeah. She get one private driver now. Exactly. <laughs> the bus stop is not by my door, so I need the supervisor to take me all the way. But then, just, uh, yeah, yeah. She just like, bought a ham, so yeah. she needs a ride to the door now. <laughs> yeah. So all those stories that drivers see mm-hmm. for so many years, I just started blogging about it. And then wow. one of my friends was like, man, you should do comedy. And then I started getting on stage and, and started talking about it. And that's why um, um, I'm still getting used to calling you Marnie. Yeah. <laughs> they know me as Kehau. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So you can call me Kehau. It's okay. It's okay. Like, yeah. We so Kehau was is. hosting. She was hosting yeah. the show. And then oh, nice. she would hear the bus stories when I would get up. And uh, it's evolved from then to, because I was I didn't have a kid back then, but so... A lot of my stuff has evolved into talking about being a single dad and raising a, a girl. So yeah. Oh yeah. wow, single dad. Oh yeah. man, Ooh, that's, a lot, that's a lot of good. That's a lot of good stuff right there. She yeah. just a lot of good material. She oh, really? Graduated? graduated? Yeah. Yep. What? So, and it's funny because um, congratulations. It hit me uh, because I I raised her since you know, she was born, and me and the mom broke up when she was uh, four, mm-hmm. and she's been with me. The whole time, um, and the mom's here. The mom is involved also. I don't want to badmouth the mom. The mom is involved. It's just me and my daughter had a really strong bond, and I would always say, since you know back then that that day is coming. Um, yeah, and it's it's coming in about two months. And I told her the other day, as like, you know, the day I I dreaded, but it's a good thing. You're going off mm-hmm. to start your your new life she's like oh i'm just going to school and coming back it's like no the experiences you're going to have in college because I, I i left the house you know and went to buffalo new york to go to college and i told her you're going to come back a different person mm-hmm. yeah. which is okay but for me you'll always be the little girl but you're not going to be that anymore and i'm going to be like oh sad and then i started listening to all these old school love songs uh was it yeah <laughs> Kalena, oh wait, Kaleo Kalena Kalani. Oh, no, Kaleo Kalani. Never, yeah. never, never. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so like those songs. And then um, I was like, last night I was tearing up. And then like she came to the room. I was to turn away and be like, yes. <laughs> you know, oh. Like, my allergies. Strong dad here. What, what, you need something? <laughs> All like, six, oh. seven of you. <laughs> yeah. She's a tall girl too. She's got to play what? volleyball. But yeah. he was, awesome. you know, his, your, your chronology of this industry and then including your personal lives and all mm. that was just impressive. Um, you know, I'm not saying that I'm this uh, a know-it-all comedian and such. At that time, um, improv comedy and stand-up comedy was still making a name for itself. It wasn't mm. too, as hyped as the days of Andy Bumatai and uh, Mel Kabang and yep. Augie and, and uh, all those people. But we were, we were bringing in the next generation of comedians and I mm-hmm. saw a lot of stand-ups but when you did your stand-up, I'm like, holy crap, this guy is super good and he's going to go far because he had a presence. You know, his writing was clear. 
-hmm. he didn't push for the joke you know he just he listened and read the audience well as a comedian you have to know these these you have to have these instinctual tools yeah Mm -hmm. in order for you to become uh the comedian that you want to become or are designed to become and then james has been doing that and with it you know till to today he has like a podcast of guys with issues now he has another one with uh uh and then he was on dexter you know, he was the only co- local comedian that had a national uh, character and uh, uh, not sorry, not Dexter is a uh, Decker. Decker. It's on uh, Adult Swim. I would say Dexter. Yeah. Oh, Adult wow, really? On Adult, Adult Swim? Swim? Nice. Yeah. yeah. So, the, so but the only thing is they're going to switch to they, they might switch to animated. So it'll just oh. be voiceover, which was which is still cool. good. good. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll yeah, see. Yeah, his, his curriculum vitae was uh, expansive. For a local based comedian, oh, yeah, it was, Wait a it's second. really impressive. Did you say you had a podcast too? You have two podcasts. So I have one that I was doing for almost about almost eight years, on mm-hmm. and off. Wow. So yeah, it's guys with issues. Um, it's me and um my best friends Russell Kialoha and Chad Wago, and we <laughs> it started out. Yeah, it started out <laughs> as we just talked about um whatever crazy news was happening. Yeah. And we would just, you know, give our opinion. And it, it was kind of morning radio because podcasting was still new um, yeah. to us back then. Yeah. So it was more radio, morning radio. That's what we based it off of that. Mm-hmm. We'll do like that. We'll do all these segments and we'll do all these games. What helped push us was um, our friend owns 939 Strip Club. So. Nice. <laughs> so he had an upstairs office that was connected to the girls' locker room. Oh, oh. And so we in a would, different direction. Yeah. Know, right? <laughs> well, he would have feature porn stars. Oh. And then he would have them on our podcast kind of like to promote the event and it helped us and the and the club. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then even um we've had uh other comedy celebrities. You know, we would tell them hey, if you, you want to go you know, some of them like going strip clubs. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, we have a, a podcast. And we'll, we'll take care of you, cover, and, and you know, whatever. And so Tommy Davidson, uh, Joe Torrey, <laughs> uh, Doug Dude, Stanhope. that is a good way to get people in, yo. Yeah. 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 Like, like, you want in on club, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sit down in yeah. my chair for about an hour, and then we hook you up to 939. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. Which is a little better than an um, OnlyFans page uh, that you guys oh. were talking about in the last episode. <laughs> That Which I know a little bit about because I read. I read yeah. a lot about. Yeah. I investigate through reading. I never yeah. sure. I've no, never lie. You got your own <laughs> well, that's page. what you're calling it. Yeah, <laughs> you show sure. off that body of yours. All six, seven of you. <laughs> okay, wait. Like, what do you think about that situation, though, James? What what what's the, what do you think? I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, like, I guess you guys are talking about like if you have a family, that's got to be tough. And I think it's the same with porn you stars. Have a daughter. Like, yeah. And, and it because well was it you that mentioned um yeah. if it was a son it'd be different i yeah. think it'd be worse if it's son because i don't see daughters searching for these things yeah. i can see the boy yeah. going but, uh, being a you know like a, a role model for your daughter right. you right. know what i mean right. like right. i wouldn't want to be that for my daughter and then have right. my daughter do the same you know thing, what so, my daughter yeah. my kids listen to our podcast right and my daughter said oh mom 150 grand go for it my boy <laughs> my, my boy said we better not catch you on that. Yeah. See, <laughs> yeah. as a as really a son, yeah. as a son, I, I know what he's talking yeah. about. I would, yeah. uh, even be though so um, be so embarrassed, you know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. First, 
first of all, wife, would you let your wife do it? Um, okay, so the, 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 I know. the time that we live in, <laughs> a month. The, the answer that I will give, I will say, okay, my wife says, I want to do this. We're talking. Uh-huh. I say, honey, it's your body. Um, you do what you want to do. I will support you in yeah, any yeah. way. Uh, <laughs> but the real answer, <laughs> you'd be like, um, well, how far are you going to go with this? Because right. um, I don't think I'd be, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I wouldn't be, I'm not cool with it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I would <laughs> never tell her. No, no, no. Yeah. But okay. I would tell her how I felt. Yeah. And what about she your mom decide. doing it? Oh, <laughs> I'll be brutally I'm... honest with her. But like, okay. Trust me. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> Trust me. I know oh there's there's some dudes that might be into a 77-year-old, but not enough to subscribe for $150,000 a month. No, I'm talking <laughs> like if you were like 12 and your mom was 45 or whatever, and she had a banging body, would you let her do it? <laughs> See, that's the tough thing that kids who have moms as mo- supermodels have. Yeah, yeah. I've never had that problem. My mom, although beautiful, yeah. uh, Good I would have a problem with Good it. Good save. I, yeah. I would have a problem with it now. I would. Yeah. Like, Come on, mom. Yeah. And Come I believe um, a blunt response to something to that that nature would yeah. be necessary because the, uh, the current uh, temperature of being concerned about their emotions and their feelings, it's like, mm-hmm. no, I have coworkers, I have classmates, I have friends, I have people in the church. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't want you showing off your hoo-ha you know, so we could go get the new Tesla. You know, I'd rather get a paper route and do my own Tesla. You and know, drive, than a, have to... and drive a Hyundai. Yeah, you know, it's like, I would be blunt. I'd be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. How, you know, EA, uh, no, Dameo, whatever yeah. I have to say, whatever language, yeah. you know, but just the, the no. People at, the people at Bingo will not appreciate that, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> Think about would... them. Think about them. Exactly. The, the cashier at Safeway will not give us the extra Monopoly tickets if you consistently show off your, your left labula. So it's like, all right. Bad, bad transition. Bad transition here, but I've, uh, I'm working on this new bit, and it has to do with what you're saying with you know people at uh-huh. uh, Safeway or whatever. So I've entered into a world I've never been in before oh. with my daughter. Oh. And... I'm not going to like, my daughter is beautiful. I'm not that guy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I'm starting to notice that she's getting things that I've never received. Like when I go to Safeway or Foodland or even 7-Eleven, would you like to buy a bag? No, I just carry it. If I send my daughter in, she comes out with a bag. And I was like, how much did the bag cost? Oh, they just gave it to me. And she took... To her, she's, she's getting like, preferential treatment. She's yeah. Like, oh, they're just being nice. I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. Yeah. No. Because yeah. like the Chris oh Rock God. joke is. They're noticing her. Mm-hmm. The Chris Rock joke is if a man is doing anything nice for you, he's he saying he you. wants to have sex with you. Yeah. But so she doesn't cute. get that because she's, yeah, she was, she was sheltered, but she's still she's 17 but so like she's a we went- tall beautiful young lady so i could see how that can be she's all right. uh given to she's my kid she doesn't yeah. uh, fold her clothes the right way but she's all right but she is she's very tall she's very beautiful she's mm-hmm. a very strong athlete 
Um, and I could see that. And that is true. If somebody admires you, they yeah. do give you free services. Yeah. You know, they do oh, yeah. do stuff That's for you which for free. I do not see ever. <laughs> I was in the backseat of our car because now she's learning how she's been learning how to drive. Uh-huh. So <laughs> my, we went to take my sister's car to get washed and it's a Nissan Rogue. So I sit in the back. There's more room in the back. So the guy didn't see me in the back. And we what? went to the car wash, the one in White Peel, by, um, by the Starbucks and the 7-Eleven. Yeah. And the guy goes, I don't know how he didn't see me, but right? I, I, in the back. But he goes, oh, you know what? Um, you go through, go around again, because you got a lot of bird doodle. So we'll let you wash your car twice. Oh. Don't worry about it. And I was like. <laughs> what is this oh my god so did you she, do the dad lean in and go i'm sorry what was that what? <laughs> no no you got to pull back more so she can get some more you got you guys get whacked yes. for a while you guys yeah. get whacked yeah. <laughs> that's what i did I, was, I hid until after it was confirmed and i said thank you yeah. <laughs> confirmed. We, went through, we went through the car wash twice i was like i've never seen that before ever in my life <laughs> Yeah, it's this world. benefits. I mean, like, use it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you gotta I figure agree out. with you. You got to figure out what you need. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah it's, tough. it's tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's That's seeing so it funny. here locally and he can do something about it because he's yeah. here. When she right. goes to the mainland oh, and gets that services, problems. she's problems. not ready and she will take it as, you know, this is just a kind gesture. Okay, and- no, hold on, though. Let me reverse for you right there. I'm going to stop you. People in the mainland, not that kind. Okay? You may yeah. not think that you guys are going to look at you, Did but you they're not going to give you jack. Okay. <laughs> where is she going? Because East Coast, they weren't so nice. But where are you going? Where is she she's going? going? She's going to uh, Wyoming. Oh. oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, no, no, no. They go tell her, tell they her don't be so friendly. Okay. Yeah. You well, just don't be so friendly. Because I went to University of Buffalo uh, in New York, York and then yeah. I've lived in Pittsburgh and um, um, my sister lives in Virginia. So we've been there. So she's seen the we, yeah. she, we've traveled for tournaments. And so like I like I only have a few months, maybe two months left. And I'm having all these talks with her like, yeah, you know, somebody always wants something from you yeah you never yeah. do it because you know and, and and since she was younger like you know like um maybe like five six years it didn't it didn't register to her but i told her if you ever get that creepy feeling mm-hmm. yeah. from anybody, anybody man woman adult yeah. children whatever trust it and if you're if you're wrong we'll sort it out later yes yeah but trust that 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 thing that you have in you trust that yeah and then we you can we can always apologize later if if not so what your your safety is more important than their feelings exactly oh yeah oh yeah dude i was in idaho never ever thought that i mean i'm in boise idaho right and i'm hanging out with my friend who lives there and she took me to a club. It's a it's a Latin club, you know. We're all hanging out in Idaho. In Idaho, it's a it Boise, like four, Idaho four Latin club. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Cowboy Town or whatever you call it, you know. Like I'm I'm in Idaho at a Latin um, night, and I get roofied. What? And I was like, who the fuck roofies in Idaho? oh my god wow all of a sudden i was like i was like friend we have to go because i don't feel right you know like good oh. thing she got me out of there quick because as soon as i feel 
I didn't even know. Like some, someone bought me a drink, but I grabbed it from the bartender. I grabbed it from the bartender and I was holding it. I might've looked somewhere else and someone put something in my drink, but I didn't. Yeah. I was shocked. Wow. That'd be messed up if it was like the, the bartender was in on it. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're the new girl. So yeah, you get a lot of attention. If you go someplace and you're, you know, you're not part of the 50 population. They're yeah. immediately going to look at you and go like, oh, yeah. you know, she's kind of nice looking or she from out of town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't know what's going on. Yeah. But oh, man, until like, she, she, shows- she doesn't look like my sister. I performed in Boise. I actually liked it uh, in Boise. It was, it was pretty nice. nice. Yeah. I heard a lot of California people are moving there. They are. So, so they're like locals here in Hawaii. Where they're trying to keep people away, so like I oh, yeah 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 they have signs where continue off onto um, <laughs> Oregon or or, <laughs> yeah. or California Seattle. keep yeah. moving to yeah. Washington you know stop yeah. coming here yeah we have that's that here in Texas it says mm-hmm. don't vote the way you came from wherever you came from you know don't vote the place you left <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah I mean yeah. people are making that uh, exodus for change and yeah and your your diehard uh natives of the state are coming out in force and you know i don't blame them but it's definitely a, a you know a comics dream to write material on all of this stuff because it's uh mm. you know it's just you're thinking you're in in some kind of of cartoon series or, or different world or sci-fi you know but it's your real life you know this is happening it's and it's unfortunate but there's comedy gold in a lot of it so, you know, if, if you can write with it, you know, get your MySpace page and start flaring up again, because there is material. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of this chaos going on. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, Real life is bringing great totally. material to, to freaking oh, do yeah. comedy on. Because yeah, even like um, a lot of people ask me to, to do political humor, but I was like, uh, well, first yeah. of all, don't touch it. Yeah. First of all, I say like, I don't want to, you know, the room to have to choose sides. Yeah. Uh, performing live to. I don't, I mean, in Hawaii, we're removed from Washington, yeah. D.C. You know, yeah. we're the furthest state from it. So, yeah. we, you know, we don't really read that stuff. Where my sister lives in Virginia, right outside of D.C. And I was thinking about it. Their local news is world news. Yeah. But they, they, every time they come to visit us, they're like, oh, did you see the um, uh, the RNC convention? And I'm like, no. What? What is that? Really? <laughs> what is that? Where like, does your sister live? My folks are in um, Alexandria or uh, Crystal City, like legit right across the, the river. Oh, she's in Reston? It's in Fairfax okay. County? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. In fact, my yeah. folks are here today, so we had that whole discussion that you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, so it, that's it, the, um, so what's your, what would you say is your style of comedy? Um, it started out where I was observing people um, and I would uh, do some situational stuff where I'll, I'll take these kinds of people, put them in another situation to see, and say, this is how Samoans would do it, yada, yada. But as it evolved, it, it become more storytelling type because mm-hmm. I started to travel with my daughter. And it's funny because I performed um, and some of her, her high school um, classmates were in the crowd, mm-hmm. not, I knew they were there. I just wasn't thinking that I was, I talk a lot about her or we went to um, 
Um, you can swear on this podcast, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> so, so. Que hao does. <laughs> not Marnie. Not Marnie, but que hao does. Yeah. Que hao does. I know. <laughs> this so, Zoom square does it often. Yes. yes, yes. This is where swearing does. stays. It's right in here. So she like, likes to punch people in the neck all the time. <laughs> but luckily, we're far away from each other then. But, so we traveled, we went to Voodoo Donuts and, and I was talking about it. Yeah, it's like, it's pretty cool because they have all different types of donuts. And then she at 12 years old was looking at like, what's that donut? And then, which, which the, so the joke is I go to the, the, the cashier and I'm like, hey, uh, what's that donut? And he was like, oh, that's the cock and balls. So <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, going to say, that's the Boto one I saw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then so, like, I, you know, I throw in punchlines like, oh, uh, it was chocolate. So, you know, it's huge. And uh, um, <laughs> But I couldn't tell my daughter what it was. So I went back and I was like, oh, it's uh, they messed up on the letter T, but they still want to sell it. They don't want to waste. Right. Uh, her, my daughter's name is Tyla. It starts with T and she goes, I want the letter T. Oh. <laughs> so, so I was like, oh, go sit down. I'll, I'll get it for you. So I go up to the cashier and the dude and, you know, I'm not homophobic or against, um, yeah. you know, that lifestyle. <laughs> but that's the wrong person to go up to and be like, Excuse me, uh, can I get the uh, cock and balls, please? Like I was being real secretive for no reason, and he was like, "Ooh, yeah. was like, oh, it's not for oh, me. Yeah. Like, it's not for like, me. It's for my twelve-year-old daughter over there. What's wrong with you?" He's so, like, "All right, big daddy." That's even worse. I don't know. <laughs> Look how you like, precursor oh. all of your jokes with a. Uh, now I'm not homophobic. Yeah. So now, I, now I don't have an issue with these no ethnicities. <laughs> you know, I'm not taking a side politically. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, you gotta say that, or else you get aware. in trouble. Hey, yeah. You yeah. Should him. When you were ordering the donut, say, "Hey, bro, you know what? Can you like take off the balls? You know, no, 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 I can just have the eye. You know what I mean? Can, can I have my donut spayed or neutered? Right? <laughs> Deflate them balls from me, and I'll take it. I don't want more donuts. We just yeah. want the one. Yeah, just... <laughs> post that we rescued a donut. So. Say, I'm on a diet. <laughs> I don't we want more this... donuts. We rescued this canine donut and uh, we, we had it fixed so that there's no more. Or you should have um... taken the, you know, the balls part and just kind of squish them so the thing, you know, level out. <laughs> they should be like, why did you mess up that part, daddy? I need to know why. Specifically that part. But then, and then the, the joke goes on it, which the, the, the guys, it was boys from her school was in the show. Oh, God. <laughs> so I was like, so I, I went, I gave it to her. I didn't, I couldn't look. So I just turned away and she was like, she was like, look, daddy, look, daddy, it's cream filled. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> nice. So. <laughs> I mean, when life gives you cream-filled donuts, <laughs> that's your fault. You took her over there. <laughs> but they had fruity pebble donuts and fruit loop donuts and other donuts. Which the one with the big she one. wanted cock and balls. Yes. Yes. CNB. She wanted some CNB donuts. Oh, so real quick, her OnlyFans page is not <laughs> <laughs> wrong. Wrong. I go. Okay. I go for the laughs. I, I got go college laughs. to pay for. You got college yeah. to pay for. <laughs> go for it <laughs> but oh. so every now and then they'll say oh so what tyler you like donuts <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god yeah 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 but she's she's you know she's she gets sarcasm 
that's yeah. the thing with between like with her and other kids i know and it's also bad because she doesn't i tell her you know it's um not everybody gets it so you gotta watch yourself <laughs> you, yeah hawaii, have, hawaii is very uh developed in sarcasm sarcastic witty. we're comedy. witty as we're... fuck yo yes, and that's a sign of intelligence i'm not even joking yeah. the ones who don't get it they're fucking kind of dumb you know what i mean <laughs> you know? the ones who are witty they, you you have a certain kind of intelligence to be witty at that moment you know yeah mm-hmm. you, we can't pass up uh uh absurdities uh yeah and a, a stupid moment you know yep. so the sarcasm you know just pops in immediately oh, yeah. I can say with certainty that's my style of humor um, from all the characters I play. It's just, just a raw, uh, sarcastic response to what's going on. <laughs> I love it. And, and it's, you know, it's improv, yeah. but to be able to write it in comedy, because I don't think uh, a lot of people have a misconception about stand-up. A written joke over and over and over and over and over. Yeah, you gotta say true, that yeah. joke over and over until you yeah. can write it to a place where it's just gold. <laughs> yeah. And it yeah. takes a while. Yeah. So that's why a lot of the uh, comedians go to the open mics yeah. and they're it's saying the song. same yeah. jokes over and over. And everybody say, why do you keep doing the same jokes? I remember this back in the days at Sharky's Comedy Club hmm. in IA. Mm-hmm. And the same comedians yeah. would come up, you know, and we're, you know, we're newbies, we're all novices, you know, I think Kento was the only like professional comedian, and uh, Mr. Sykes, uh, Styles, the guitar guy, but, um, you know, we're all novices about it, and we had to say the jokes over and over, because the punchlines would always be missed, it needed to be polished, the joke itself wasn't funny, you know, so we had to work on that, you know, so I, at, at that point, I chose improv, because I'm like, man, I, I don't know if I could write, over, yeah. you know, rewrite, 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 but it's a, um, it's such a rewarding position with any comedian you talk to, is when you write the perfect joke, and then you can deliver it exactly as you yeah. intended it, mm-hmm. it's, it's a really, really great feeling, um, I had a, a friend, ex, um, you know, Jordan, and he was a writer. He was a constant writer. He wrote a lot. And um, his jokes were very PG, very G, you know, but he was as big as James, you know, he was a big guy, but he did a soft, you know, he did an antithesis style comedy. You know, James is, is your style to me. It's like, it's very you, you know, yeah. it's, it's you, it's about you, it's about your experiences, it's how you see it, mm-hmm. and how you see absurdities and all that, and it's hysterical, but it always, but it also comes with a parental uh, kind of um, censoring or a parental oh. view, and yeah. it's, it's hilarious in that regard, and I think that's why a lot of comedians look at you to open for their shows, uh, and you've met I've, I've been, quite I've a I've been bit. blessed, I've been blessed, yeah. um, so I went for a lot of comics that can actually last week. Okay, this is another thing that's going to be on stage, which happened last week. And it's like you said, these are actual things that happen. We just add the absurdities, which is something uh, I, I want to give a shout out to Andy Bumatai, who's yeah. taught me a lot. Uh, oh, good. And, and, and it's not just how you tell the jokes, but it's also how you kind of hypnotize the crowd and, and, and what you wear and... It's it sounds weird. You can even talk to like Kathy Tanaka, where yeah. um, he told her how to dress, which is like, yeah. who is this old man trying to tell me how to dress? You know, mm-hmm. but it's more about your stage presence and yeah. 
how the crowd will see you. So I almost wear the same thing so that they recognize, like, like uh, um, oh, Iglesias, smart. like Fluffy. He yeah, always yeah, wears an Aloha shirt, and, yeah, and they yeah. they see him like that. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, oh, I didn't think about that. So, so it's branding through and through for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. So Andy, like, he's a professor, and and, and I'll always give him shout outs when I can. Um, uh, yeah, he's but, a really good teacher for stand yeah. stand ups. Uh, Kathy yeah. Tanaka mm-hmm. is also uh, a friend of mine, and she <clears> did <throat> emphasize that in her career was mm-hmm. Andy's ability in his in his experience, in his career, he took all the notes and he kept all those notes mm. and now he shares all of those notes. Yeah. So yeah. I think that is huge kudos to him. Yeah. He did have a stand-up school. Wow. You know, he did have um, opportunities for people who were interested. And I think La- you... Lanai, Augie, and all yeah. those guys were in that in that class. Paul Ogata, uh, Kaleo Pilanka. Hawaiian yeah. Ryan, yep, yep. Yeah. Hawaiian Ryan, oh my God. He's my sister's <laughs> classmate. Yeah, class of yeah, 91, he... sorry, Ryan. Class of 91, sorry. Yeah, he went to Yeah, he went to Kaiser. Yeah. But like, but, um, what I was saying with, uh, where I'm opening for people, um, yeah. I get a, I'm teaching my daughter how to drive. Her test is, her road test is coming up in, next week, actually. And last week, I'm she's struggling with parking and, and not even parallel parking, just regular go to the mall and park. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm telling her, okay, this, 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 this. And then when you're dealing with your kids and you guys are parents, <laughs> there's a button that they just push that the, it, they don't say anything. It's just that, when, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you this gem. I'm teaching you something really good here. And when the eye is just like, not even a full roll, but kind of like, a, like <laughs> they all going. of a sudden, yeah. Yeah, or they look sleepy. Like yeah. all of a sudden the eyes come down me like, and he just rage. Like, and I just get mad. I'm like, are you, are you, you know, are you yeah. kidding me? Are you saying, I'm, I'm trying to teach you, I'm trying to help you. And you're just ungrateful. And then my phone beeps and I look down. And I get a, a DM from uh, Ronnie Chiang, who's uh, uh, yeah. And then out of nowhere, I have no com- communication with him at all. So I'm over there like, are you serious? Are you? There? And then she starts tearing up. Oh. And then I look down and I'm like, yes. <laughs> you know what I'm the bipolar dad comes <laughs> out. I was like, oh, oh. Butterflies. Oh, look at that. She can't see the DM. So all she knows is that I just made her cry and now I'm cheering about it. Oh my gosh. So I'm like, yes, that's sweet. I can so he asked me to open for him um this weekend and next weekend um at workplay. So I was like, wow. Yeah, so it's super cool. I was like, wow, I, I I do get these opportunities. It's word of mouth. Yeah. Um and I think yeah. it's through um, Marty, you guys, Improv Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just grouped you guys all together. I'm sorry if that's not correct, but oh, no, um, no, yeah, I think they told him about me. Um, yeah, because uh, Kimi Balmolero, who plays you know, Dr. Um, Kanuha, or oh god, she's gonna kill me, but she plays <laughs> a medical examiner on Magnum PI and Hawaii 50. Nice. So uh, they reach out to her for, you know, certain things to, in Hawaii. Like, hey, do you know any of this? Do you know any of that? And um, she does. She's super, yeah. super open and supportive of uh, the arts in Hawaii. So anytime she can help, she's going to redirect. And then she likes to create this hub with Improv HI where she brings in all of these um, 
you know, actors and comedians and anyone in the industry, she'll try and pot them together. And then if she knows that whatever this person is wanting from Hollywood is looking for, she'll throw it out there. She'll go, go call this person, call that one. That's um, awesome. That's good. So okay. it's, it's really helpful uh, for us. And um, it's been helping because our industry is slowly building where it's the place to come to do some film work. And, you know, um, if we can help anyone, we want to, uh, Kimmy definitely wants to do that. So yeah, kudos to her for helping, uh, for directing her to you uh, and, and for you being available because, you know, it's a competition between you and uh, Tamua. <laughs> well, lucky for me, lucky for me, Tamua's busy. So. <laughs> he had the Father's Day show, so he just lucked out. Yeah. No, Tamua <laughs> is, is, is on fire and a lot of it is. And it's weird to say, but the pandemic helped a lot because a uh, lot of his stuff a lot of his fame came from his his instagram videos Instagrams. and yeah. tiktok so those blew up and, and that was the reason we got into podcasting um we were our friends at podcasts up in the states of uh, uh graham elwood they used to do um comedy film nerds and would tell us oh back in the days back in the days um i guess the Six 90s and yeah. 2000s you know where <laughs> You would tour as a stand-up comedian. You would tour, and then you would meet people along the way, and that's how you developed your fame. You go to everybody's city and perform there. So you did yeah. the road. Yeah. Now with the internet, you do a yeah. podcast and you get a cult following. When you you can sell out um, a theater and you've never performed before. Mm-hmm. So a lot of um, podcasts uh, are following that you know path. Like, yeah. Only fans for comedians. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to see naked comedians dressed. Well, you, you don't know. have to be you naked. Just do your comedy <laughs> ding dong. Don't I mean, like, that, what are you talking about? You just <laughs> never know funny. nowadays. <laughs> that's see when you say only fans, that's right. what everybody thinks of because oh, just naked. That's yeah, because there's actually a like, girls. Uh, one of my jokes is about that. Like you know, one of the positive. Everybody's like, oh, pandemic sucks mask vaccine yeah blah 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 lockdown um for me i was like good things came out of it uh curbside pickup yes. i don't go into stores anymore i love it yeah um yeah. deliveries you know i the bite squad guys remember us like hey yeah. james yeah. you know it's like yeah yes us again thanks for bringing the mcdonald's i know that yeah, no. <laughs> it's right down the street yeah. but hey you know yeah. you can bring it <laughs> I didn't even yeah. want to go to the drive-thru. I just wanted somebody to pick yeah. it up for me. But also OnlyFans. It's basically strip club on your laptop. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, there's OnlyFans was that. And then Tinder was the actual meetup. Yeah. You yeah. know, so it everyone had its purpose. Yeah. And I agree that uh, with the pandemic, it was uh, any entertainer's moment to shine if you were tech savvy if yeah. you had connections, you know, you could definitely build your, uh, your performance on there. And, um, you know, Tua did, you know, even I was impressed. I was just like, how is this guy doing it? Yeah. I mean, it was all local based comedy. It was very specific. My favorite was, you know, the Luau singer, you know, the, the brother that plays music and that one cracked me up the most. And I could see myself being that, that drunk auntie that would interrupt all the live performances coming in, like, let me sing a song for you. Hit it. I want to sing Ikona. Hey, <laughs> oh, no. You know, so that kind of stuff. 
I was like, this guy is genius. It's hilarious. Uh-huh. He just you know? takes everything that people can relate to. And yeah. the thing that, so our scene uh, with improv and, and uh, stand-up comedy in Hawaii, in Honolulu specifically, are like, my style is more, like I can go to the mainland and, and do yeah. comedy and not, yes. not struggle. I've performed in, in, the, in the States. Tomorrow's fear is performing in the States because his is very local. specific local. to local. Specific to local. Yeah. So he would always ask me, you know, how, do, how does he do it? And I told him, you talk about family a lot. Everybody yeah. has, fa- has relationships, whether it's yeah. biological or what, they, they, their family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can do those jokes anyway. Just, just uh, bring the pigeon down a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. When he talks, say. Yeah, when yeah. he talks regularly, he doesn't, it's not full pigeon like mm-hmm. his persona when he's on the camera in the, in front of the camera. Um, yeah, James, I wanna I wanna hear some of your old stuff. Can you talk about like the bus driver days? Maybe one of <clears throat> one of your bus driver jokes that you have. So like I guess the one um, um, it's more of like stupid things that happen, like why people hate bus drivers. So I say like we have you know. I understand why people hate us. We, I'll give you three secrets of ours. Um, one, we do run red lights on purpose. Um, <laughs> two, when it's raining, we do look for puddles and we try to splash people. Um, <laughs> the higher up the wave goes, the more points you get. Um, what? Yeah. So one time I went over a guy in a wheelchair and I got Shut triple up. points. Uh, like, Shut up. You know, don't hate the player. You hate the game. You know, I didn't make the game up. You know, just don't get mad at me because I get high <laughs> score. You just trying to make time. your points, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, oh, and the third one is um, when you're running for the bus, we do wait till you get to the door and then we take off. <laughs> like, oh, there she come, there she come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this That's isn't Sandra like Bullock banging yeah. on the bus. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yes. But, this isn't okay. Sandra Bullock in speed. You know, the bus <laughs> driver's not your friend. They're not going to yes. stop and ruin it and get the 90-pound lady yelling, shut up and drive, <laughs> yeah. angered. The yeah. truth is that we're, bus drivers are dangerous people. I mean, because, and this is not comedy anymore. I, <laughs> I live that life. I live that life because they have to be on alert all day and stuck in traffic all day day. for the rest of their life like some people have 30 to 40 year careers you might be stuck in traffic all that time who makes more the uber driver or the bus driver because i mean you could do uber (laughs) that's funny you say that that's funny you say that (laughs) you got your sign you got your sign you're busting out your sign well, the Ubers don't have benefits and retirement. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, <laughs> he's an Uber driver. I just got my sticker today. I, and oh. so the th- one thing, um, I think bus drivers would, oh, Uber could make more money because mm-hmm. the, the uh, you know, they can work mm-hmm. a lot harder and make earn more. Uh, if the bus driver is getting paid per passenger, oh, the bus driver would win. Oh, but- yeah. Yeah, um, we do get. Yeah, they but, did get a lot of overtime, though. So. I have a Uber driver client of mine, and he makes eight hundred bucks a day. I was told that that's possible. That's only and he only drives. I think like four or five hours. Yeah, that's so I, it. Depends on where when you're driving too. I know, well, like a lot of people will start like at ten o'clock at night, and then get off. There's also, at, like, there's also the bonuses. 
They give yeah. bonuses if you pick up three people. Like you, you pick up, drop off, and you go take another one. So you do a series um, three in a row. Yeah. And you get a hundred dollars bonus. What? From Uber. That's awesome. And if you start before five a.m., I guess you know people are going to work. Yeah. You get an, a bonus then too. So yeah. that's where you can work like just two hours, and you've made you know four hundred bucks yeah. because mm-hmm. of those bonuses. Yeah. Um, I the, the overhead. The overhead is on the Uber driver. Mm-hmm. So for the bus, the bus, you know, takes care of the bus, maintenance, everything, the maintenance yeah, exactly. and all that. As an Uber driver, you may make that kind of money, but once you minus out your maintenance and your overhead and all the requirements to keep that, mm-hmm. that car running, yeah. which would include, you know, uh, detailing your vehicle because nobody wants to walk yeah. into a shithole car that yeah. smells like diapers. Yeah. You know, right. you're going to pay money. And, and you get rated you gotta, yeah, you got to deduct all of that. So yeah. it's, I think it's kind of like just what's what works for your yeah. schedule. But now, too, and, you know, remember when we talked about the Hawaii se- session or the Hawaii episode where we talked about like the not having enough rental cars? That's mm-hmm. how, too, they're making a killing now. Right. Well, that's why the reason we went to the car wash because the Uber. <laughs> so that's, that's <laughs> funny. We're talking about cleaning the car. I was like, I just got to tell my daughter to take it to somebody and be like, hi, can you just clean this yeah. for me? You think I can get a vacuum tool? Yeah. You know? hey, how about just like put a couple coats of wax? In right? Polish. That's what I'm saying. Like just for your girl. She's just right? shimmying. <laughs> no, no. Let's just stick with the hair flicks. Never mind. The oh, okay, 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 okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You guys know the different levels of flirting. Yes. I don't. Oh, hell I, yeah. I go yeah. right to boob shaking. That's, that's all I know. Buy me drinky, yeah. yeah. You only shimmy for the ceramic coat, okay? You, do, you don't shimmy before that. It's the ceramic coat. You get a shimmy. And the and undercarriage. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Oh. And you unbutton, you unbutton for the blues because that's when you don't get a ticket. Oh. So, oh. Yeah. How fast? Any, do you do that yes. where you push your arms together? Yeah. So that, you go, I don't know, officer. Yes. I don't know what I did. Yeah, exactly. I know. What? I ran a red light? No. <laughs> and that's why men still honest. that's why men still treat women like that. Shame on you guys. How dare you? <laughs> I'm I over here trying I, to I empower women. That. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm raising a queen, you guys. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, I'll give her a little tidbit of being a tall woman. It's like you know, yeah, right? it do- it doesn't work for you. You know, you have to just just be conforming. Yeah, just look straight ahead. I don't know, officer. Here are my hands. <laughs> I guess I was driving that fast. I wasn't paying attention. License and registration. Here you go. <laughs> They're not looking at you as sexy. They're looking That's at you like. Funny. Is oh, like, whatever, uh, Marnie, you are sexy. <laughs> so, okay, so James, what, where are you, where can people follow you on social media and stuff? Um, oh, yeah. At Comedian James Marnie. Okay. Um, you can even search my name because I've been that for so long. Yeah, yeah. I get phone calls out of nowhere and I'm like, well, how'd you get my numbers? Oh, Google. I'm like, oh, dang it. So, <laughs> so. Yeah, I come in James Money. Uh, it's spelled M A N E, my last name. Um, um, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, MySpace. Yeah, I don't know that yeah. password anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, because I'm doing other um, podcasts, so like Guys with Issues will pop up, and uh, Bra No Way, which is a new one that um, Tumua wanted to do, um, which is 
funny how it came about. He just wanted to do a podcast. So, all right, let's do. Then he wanted to do video, and I was like, damn, now I gotta buy clothes. <laughs> I was, you know, I do audio podcasts, which is, you know, roll oh, you out. Gotta buy shirt, bra, shirt, everything else. Yeah, everything. You know, they cannot see the on the bottom. In the back. Exactly. <laughs> he posted a picture recently, and you can see my feet, and it had sandals. Oh on. shoot! Oh. And I was like, oh. Then he posted it on his, and when he posted, it, about 10, 20,000 people see it. And he, 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 he put like in a window, like, oh, what, what subjects you want to see? And I'm like, oh, how about let your, 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 your co-host know before you take pictures of his feet, I would have put lotion at least, you know, filed it down. Yeah. <laughs> at least he wasn't wearing socks with your sandals. Okay. People. I know. Right. <laughs> That might have been better because it looked like I did have socks because my feet oh, were so ashy. No. Poor thing. Poor thing. I did see that one. You guys are at the Holiday Inn or something out in the oh, couple A? Residence Inn. Residence Inn. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, that's so genius. I wouldn't have thought of just renting a room and then doing your podcast there because it's climate controlled. You know, there's so, no uh, people around. You know, you're quiet in a little area. Here's the fame of that I'm, you know, Writing coattails here of Tumua Toine. Uh, <laughs> he says, you know, I tell him, you know, we can just either do Zoom or we can just meet up. And then he's like, oh, you know, I, um, we'll see because maybe my friends uh, at Residence Inn. I'm like, all right, cool. We get there. And then the, the person there um, says, yeah, we'll just you guys can do whatever you guys need. Um, we have a, our conference room, which is really small. I said, it'll work. It'll work because the camera, you know, we just need a one wall, quiet. I says, oh, if you guys want a suite, we can give you guys a suite every time you guys are. I'm like, you're just going to give it to us? <laughs> She's like, yeah. So we go there every week and we record oh, in a you, suite. Yeah. You said she. You said and you she. you talked about yeah. not getting any kind of preferential treatment as a guy. Yeah, well, I just say the the status or the celebrity status <laughs> or the fame of two. He didn't he didn't have to take off his shirt or anything like that. <laughs> but he did say I, she, so I, I kind of yeah. put two and two together, James. Right? All right, I put two and two. It was a balls and cock donut. Come on now, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> Own up. Which, yes, I I fly it down from Portland, Oregon, every <laughs> week before we podcast. That's uh, funny, but. Yeah, so um, I think it's because of his well, his fame. I mean, connections. When I yeah. when I travel with him to do a show on um, on the Big Island, and then people at the airport are like, "Yo, you're the Instagram guy," and I'm like, "Oh, cool." So I'll take a picture and say, "I'm the guy that takes the picture of them." <laughs> so <it's> like, <laughs> oh, oh, you're the Instagram husband. Yeah, oh or I like I'd rather use bitch. <laughs> okay. uh, oh my god. <laughs> which I'm okay with because I get to IGB. get some of the perks. You know, IGB. I get some of the, yeah. <laughs> I'm IGB. I'm too much IGB. <laughs> I uh, what you call I bumped into him once. I was at the Dane Cook concert mm. and I was getting my tickets. I was with my sister. I guess he was with his uh wife or girlfriend. girlfriend. And he was on his phone. And I looked at him, like, oh, that's that guy. So I was talking out loud to my sister in, you know, vague terms. I'm like, oh, man, this guy is super funny. I'm like, just, you know, everyone here loves him. He's super great. You know, this guy right here, uh, Tumu Tuane. And he was on his phone and he just kind of looked up and stared at me like, what? I'm like, hey, I seen your comedy. I'm like, you're very funny. And he just still said, you know, his half smile. And then he just went right back to his, his phone. And I'm like, okay. 
all right. You know, so like he's, he's he's very approachable. He's very nice. It's just that he's he just turned twenty five. Oh so, my god, he's so young. Oh my god, yeah. it's so funny. So he's he's still it's still kind of like um a level of shyness. Mm. Yeah, but what, starting, is what ethnicity is he? He looks like he's, he's Samoan Portuguese. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, the yeah, mom is shirts. Portuguese, the dad's yeah. Samoan. Yeah. Oh yeah, his shirt is a uh, uh, Portuguese by blood, Portuguese by choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's funny. And what it's are you? Oh, I yeah. am. Yeah. So I'm just. <laughs> I'm just Samoan. So. Just Samoan. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> just you know, one of those. It's okay. Guys. It's okay. Yeah. But I can I can get in the club free. Hey. <laughs> you know all the bodyguards. That's why. Uh, all, no. What, what do you call that? The security guards in the front. <laughs> that's I, bouncers. I've been. Bouncers, yeah. um, I think three times. People say, "Oh, what time you start?" Like <laughs> that work there. That worked there at the at the venue. Dude, that's like, racial profiling you. <laughs> I know. Although so I do use it in in punchline. I know a lot of us Samoan comedians. Um, Jordan used to do it as well. Um, there's another uh, Samoan stand-up comedian, um, Adam Posse, who's based out of uh, Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. And so I, we refer to each other as the other Samoan stand-up comedian because there is, <laughs> there's not many. Uh, there yeah, might yeah, just yeah. be between me, him, and Jordan. But Jordan does more improv. I think he's what in Chicago now doing it. So um, it's just me and Adam Posse. And um, I mentioned this to um, the sh- show, the FNX First Nations um, comedy showcase that they had in California two years ago or three years ago. And they said, oh, let me look into it because they're booking me to um, uh, to perform in this series, uh, which is for uh, Native Americans and indigenous people. Nice. And, they said, and it was going to be on PBS throughout the oh, country. Wow. And so they said, oh, you know what? You're, you're going to be the first someone to do stand-up comedy on national TV. And I was like, you might want to really great. look into that because I don't know. <laughs> You know, maybe um, Al Harrington did a little thing here or there, or maybe Don Ho's part someone. You might want to check. And <laughs> it was like, no, James, Ma, you're the first. And I was like, that's a lot of pressure because, <laughs> you know, if I suck, then that just no more someone's after that. That's a precedent, yeah. <laughs> but no, they, no, just remind them Dwayne Johnson's, you I know, know right? first, first movies were a little, were a little yeah. comical. So yeah. it's just like, yeah. But, but not stand up, though. So. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't stand up. Yeah, but then they. It so it's on. It's on um, Amazon Prime now. So. Oh, okay. If you want to check it oh, out? So, what is it called? Um, First Nations Comedy. First Nations Experience. Comedy. It's FNX Comedy. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's, that's what. Awesome. Um, that's what I have to say about James too, and was what makes him so interesting is that he, he takes his comedy beyond the islands, and like he has a lot of mainland. Uh, shows, connections, um, and involvement. He knows stuff about uh, comedy that's out there that many locals don't um, tap into. And because his style, like he said, was very mainland um, appropriate. Mm -hmm. And it it was something that's very inspiring looking at comedy and having loved it since the days of Rap Ripplinger, um, seeing him be able to expand his comedy style uh, further and further and further. 
as he goes. I mean, it's just amazing how he, uh, how you do that, James. And uh, to that, to me is like super fascinating because I've been doing improv for 13 years and, you know, we've just stuck to this Island and with the in, um, uh, invention of Instagram and Facebook, you know, that's the only time we were able to expand it a little bit more, but um, it is uh, like Paul Ogata is uh, I think the only one right now that was local that went to the mainland and stayed there and still performs. I mean, he's super popular in China, Hong Kong. Oh, wow. Love him. Yeah, he's, awesome. he's international, but Kermit yeah. Apio, who's based out of Seattle, oh, is from yeah. Iolani. Um, wow. I think I back in the name. late 70s, early 80s. So he's a yeah. seasoned person, but he He's does... Brian Regan's friend too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. being Samoan, do you ever do any like Samoan jokes or Samoan? Like, I talk stories? about I talk about Samoans like I usually go into the stereotypes because um, mainland we're still kind of new, so it's like basically like yeah. football players, wrestlers. Uh, Hawaii <laughs> would be Hawaii would be island movers, uh, right? Uh, Stonewall builders. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, wall builders. Wait, wait, wait. Wall builders. That's where we draw the line. Okay, that's Tongan. Oh, okay, yeah. All right. So. Oh, that's Tongan. My bad. My bad. Little tree so cutters. I, yeah, so easy. That's those rugby guys. Uh, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's the guys that dress shirt is the rugby shirt because it has a collar. Uh, no, no, okay, no. Okay, wait, no. roofers? Roofers? Uh, None of us because we would just smash through the roof. I mean, oh, yeah, no. so, <laughs> I'm trying to think. At 6'7", he would. Oh, that's that's pounds, local boys. Pounds. Let's say that, yeah. But yeah. That's, the roofers are the local boys because they light on their feet. Oh, that's true. And, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, so, like, I guess um, one of the stuff I, I, I do recently is um, um, I talk about, in back in American Samoa, where um, I was born, um, 60% of someone, uh, male teenagers that play mm-hmm. football, they have, oh, I'm sorry, they have a 60% chance of getting into the NFL, which is huge. And like, right. so like, um, you got like guys like um, Dwayne Johnson, uh, The Rock, you know, they're um, millionaire movie star, good looking guy. Uh, Roman Reigns is a WWE heavyweight champion, uh-huh. good looking millionaire. Um, uh, Marcus Mariota, who's also a millionaire and, and you know, in the NFL but they're all half Samoans, or we call Afakasi. Mm-hmm. Multimillionaire, good-looking Samoan guys. Me, I'm full Samoan. I'm a broke Santa comedian, not good-looking. Pure Samoan. Yes, I'm pure <laughs> Samoan. But, yes, but, but yeah. all these guys that are rich are half Samoan. So that the ladies, if they listen to this plan that I have, if we would just hook up for one night, you know. 18 years from now, we'll have ourselves a million dollar baby <laughs> because, he, but she cannot be someone. She has to be other. That yeah. Other yeah, than yeah. Someone. It has to be. A yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. But just hook up with me. You know, I'll, I'll leave after and it won't even be that long. It won't even be good. It'll just be like, let's just get the job done. And then I'm out. I'll come back yeah. during the NFL draft day. Yeah. And then I'll be like, we did it, son. Yeah. Yay. What you call early investing, man. Early yeah. Investing. yeah. See, we have our own oh Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Just, you know. Have mercy. Yeah. Yeah. I know, yeah. I mean, it's just oh, a I sacrifice. Heard. And I tell the husbands, too. I was like, 
you can raise them. I mean, <laughs> I'll just give them your last name. That's exactly. fine. But exactly. uh, million dollar baby, come on. Nobody has that guarantee. Not even a $150,000 only fan page. And you know what? <laughs> but that is actually a pretty, when you think about it, that's pretty damn solid plan right there. It Thank is. You. It truly Thank is. You. Thank you. So Nadine is our um, psychic and Ooh. she is also a psychologist. I don't yes. know if you have any issues you're working with or did you want to ask her a question about the future or something? Because she's amazing. So I'm scared of the future. <laughs> <laughs> I've been through a lot of things in my life. As most, I'm 46. So um, I've We're been through a lot of for you. We are I've been through a lot of crap. <laughs> yeah, I'm. You yeah. guys, I'm sure you guys have as well. Uh-huh. The future is not written. It's scary, but it also helps to add with um, for a comedian. I think that's where a lot of my humor comes from. Um, um, shucks, I would love to ask about something. But... Go ahead. Okay. Um, if I guess. Would career be? To, I mean, let me tell you something. Let me get when even before you ask me. So you say you're broke right now, but I can almost guarantee in the next three years you're gonna find yourself in a very different situation that you're not gonna be broke and you're not gonna have to be an afakasi, okay, <laughs> to make that money, boy. <laughs> All right. And I actually feel like you're gonna get picked up for some kind of um, big television thing. That's going to kind of propel you into that career that you've been wanting, but hasn't happened just yet. Like your career is pretty solid. Let me, let, let's not take away from that. Okay. But I feel like your limelight is about to get lit the fuck up. Okay. So, so I apologize. As you were telling me about this big TV that I was picturing that I was carrying a no. 60 inch TV. No, no, <laughs> is that no. the career? No. <laughs> has nothing to do with carrying it's gonna be that you're actually gonna be um casted for something on tv cool. nice mm-hmm. yeah will i be and selling then- shrimp in this show no no, no. <laughs> and and you gotta make sure that you always come back to our show to do a show with us because after you get blown up yeah, after you get all millionaire course, whatever yeah. you are yeah. you gotta you think about us little people and yeah. still come on our show <laughs> and then course. i need you to make a lot of little afakasi so that you can invest you in your own future you know what i'm saying See, that was the other question I was going to ask. Will there be future? Because my Afakas is leaving already. I'm yeah. empty nest. I, she's beautiful. She's, she's leaving her dogs behind. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wyoming's got a lot of place to roam. Why don't you go let those dogs run around? Yeah. Just put a bowl out. They'll come back. Yeah. Um, could I ask about yeah. that? Yeah, which one to know? So, like, will there be, I guess, um, Afakasis? I'm pretty yes. sure... I, Yes, there actually is because you're going to find yourself um, in, in another relationship soon. Well, I say soon, but it's more like three, four years where that'll happen. So you're going to be one of those grandfathers coming into the kindergarten class. Is that your grandpa? No, that's my dad. <laughs> material, material, more material. I'll do anything for, for material. I'm, I'm driving, I'm going to drive Uber tomorrow. So. <laughs> Okay, so those are the things that I see coming for you. A lot of good stuff, you know, a lot of good stuff. Your situation right now 
and all the things you've been doing is great, but your situation financially is like temporary. It's about to, and it's going to be funny because when you look back and you're going to be talking about, oh, I have to drive Uber and people are not going to believe you. Yeah, that's the great part about, uh, I, I believe we call it the struggle mm-hmm. of the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, we get, we get casted and we, we get placed at the right place uh, at the right time. And, you know, when Hawaii, we're so far away and we have a unique look and style and sound about us, uh, you know, it does take us a while to assimilate to uh, the mainland culture or international acceptance. But once we find that that rhythm, which you've worked very hard on, James, I'm like, uh, you know, the celebration comes. And when it does, it's well yeah. earned. It's meant for you. It's just the timing mm-hmm. hasn't happened yet, but it's meant I, for you. I feel that because I always say like everything happens when it's supposed to happen. Yeah. You have yeah. no control of it. Yeah. Uh, you can time. just yep. keep working because yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was slated to go to the NFL. And then I got the career ended in career ending injury. I got a plate in my arm. And as I, you know, I was depressed for about three to five years i didn't even watch football because it just i was done with it and then what got me through it is is everything happens in its own time everything's supposed to happen according to whatever the plan is um i'm not the most religious person but i am a god-fearing man yeah um so it's like everything happens when it's supposed to happen Mm -hmm. um and then comedy happened and i'm like i feel like i was supposed to be doing this i'm late to this um my daughter yeah, my no, daughter too. Yeah. I tell her, I feel like I've known you my whole life. You know, it's mm. it's such the weirdest thing. Like, yeah. I feel like I've always been your dad, and like that's why when my friends and they have new, my friends have, are new parents, they're like, you're the most excited person for this than you know anybody I've ever told. I say because you're about to find true love. Yeah, unconditional is, love. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is you're gonna you're gonna be miserable. But you're gonna keep living in that misery because it makes <laughs> this little person happy, yeah. and it's the strangest <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so yeah. Funny. That's a good-hearted person. Yeah. Uh, that was definitely defined somebody who was always longing for acceptance and a committed relationship, no matter in what um, uh, definition it was. You know, as a best friend, as a spouse, you know, and as a parent. Mm-hmm. You know, we have this opportunity right now, and we we don't want to ruin it. You know, but we do know that it's, it comes with hard work, you know, having this um, long lasting bond with mm-hmm. our children comes with highs and lows, highs and lows. But I, I believe you, it, it is something that a lot of comedians long for because comedians are usually very depressed people or very angry people. Clearly, you know, you know, my status. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm not the, the depressed one, you know, I'm definitely the angry one, but then it's because that's how we, uh, see and view our environment and then how we would like it changed and how we have to be involved in that change. But we do it in certain ways that are a little uh, obscure. So we'd go through comedy. For myself, I go through comedy. Um, and you're right. Once you get that connection, and when I had my kids, you know, when I started, you know, bonding with the people in the comedy industry, I'm like, I was happiest there. You know, I like being there. I hate going to work every day, but I need that paycheck. You know, I'd rather hang out with these comedians, you know, but I know what I have to do. You know, and kids are the same thing, you know, in your situation, your daughter is leaving. You know, I think your comedy will be even sharper. It'll be stronger because, you know, you're definitely going to have motivation with her, um, with her departure. Mm -hmm. And then of course, focusing on you now mm-hmm. because now you have to focus yeah. on you james and I your know. comedy and the your your career is, and though, success is that every single episode in your life 
is new new material you know yep. like yeah. her going to college like can you yeah. you have no you have no idea the kind of phone calls you're gonna get and it's yeah. it's some good stuff i uh, really appreciate uh, being on you guys podcast it was a lot of fun thank you um, yeah thanks thank you guys James. for having me yeah. let us know Great where insight. we can find you again uh, you can follow me on um, Instagram, Facebook at James Money or at comedian James Money. Uh, my podcast, Guys with Issues, um, or Bra No Way with Tumotoine and James Money. Excellent! Thank, Thank you. you so much for joining us. So nice yes. meeting you, and good luck to you. Yeah. I am so looking forward to all of your your me future. Me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, amazing you comedian, amazing comedian. <laughs> well, Thanks hello. for coming. And Thank we'll you, try James. to get you guys on. Um, yeah. to our other podcast. Can you handle out. all three of us though? You know what I'm saying? I there think the, the guys with issues one might be able to, um, <laughs> but tomorrow he's still, try, still trying to work out the technical side because <laughs> none of us are technical guys. Yeah. Where the, the guys with issues, we have both uh, Chad and, and uh, Russell are technical guys so they can make things happen. Sweet. Yeah. Thank you guys Off so much. Yeah. <laughs> Great meeting you guys. Same here. Oh. Bye. Well, good, goodbye. Goodbye. Is that okay? That's fine. Goodbye. Mahalo for listening to Creates Happiness Podcast with Nadine, MJ, and Marnie. Tune in every Friday and let us know what you think. If you have any questions, show topics, hit us up at createshappinesspodcast at gmail.com. That's Creates Happiness with a Y.